Welcome to the Connect Your Health to Life coaching podcast. I'm your host, Seth Lusk. I'm a master certified self-image coach and empowered health coach with a decade-long background working in the health and wellness industry. If you're anything like me or the clients that I work with, then you're probably struggling with body image, self-image, or confidence issues. You're probably also trying to figure out why it is that you have these amazing desires for living your healthiest and most fulfilling life, but you can't seem to create consistent actions in your life to reflect those desires. So join me as we dive in deep on what it means to live a fulfilled and authentic life. We're going to look from the perspective of an empowered mindset and uncover reasons why you might be what's holding yourself back from living your most fulfilling life. I'm going to break through some of the biggest illusions and myths that we've all been taught to believe along the way. And I'm so excited to have you with me on this journey. So my only question for you is, are you ready to start living your most authentic and fulfilling life once and for all? Then let's get started, shall we? Hey everyone, welcome back to the podcast. For those of you listening in for the first time, welcome, welcome. I'm going to say it again. Today is an interesting topic to tune in on for the first time or for the 34th time today. That makes episode number 34 today. I'm really excited to bring this to you all. Um, So if you notice my voice cracking or sounding a bit strange today, I've been battling a cold since the end of last week, and it started really kicking my butt about Sunday. Um, I've been, you know, making myself rest, um, which is very, uh, just for all of you out there listening that are entrepreneurs like me, you understand, as an entrepreneur, sometimes one of my biggest struggles is to take rest days. Because um, a lot of times I can slip into my own head of judgment of myself, um, which is part of what we're going to talk about today, and tell myself what I should be doing and what I need to be doing, and really sort of be hard on myself for needing a day of rest. And sometimes my body has to literally, forgive my French, but put me on my ass to be like, hey, Seth, take a break. And so this weekend, um, I tried to give myself some time to rest, relax. Um, I've been, you know, hydrating, taking my vitamins, and um, I'm I'm getting better now. The cold is almost gone, but I can still I still hear it in my head when I talk, um, and I'm I'm sure you guys will hear it a bit too. My throat still feels a bit sore and scratchy, and my nose is still a bit stuffy, but. I did not want to miss out on bringing you all this topic this week on the podcast, so we're recording anyways, and uh, yeah, so today we are talking about, oh, it's it's such a beautiful topic, because it's one that so many people really struggle with understanding, and so many people talk about it, but it's like we get it sort of on a very surface level, conceptual basis, but we don't fully understand the depth and meaning of it. And this is something that I personally have struggled with for a long time is really getting a grasp on this, the difference in this concept. And that's the difference between acceptance versus giving up. And the more I study it, the more I look into it, the more aware I become of how deep the difference between these two terms actually is. And the more deep my understanding goes into why it is that we as human beings really struggle with acceptance. Why acceptance is so 
hard for us as humans. And it seems like it would be such an easy thing to do. We just have to accept. And what I want to offer today and and what I'm going to explain is that acceptance is not passive. Acceptance is a very active thing that we do. And I think that's why a lot of us struggle with it um, is, or part of why a lot of us struggle with it is that we keep thinking that acceptance is about like resignation. Like it's a passive thing that we do that we just let go. And we do let go in acceptance, but it is an active letting go. It is literally like we have to choose to release our grip on something. Um, and so it's not a passive action. And I think this is part of why we struggle with it. But there are many other reasons why we struggle with it. And that's what I want to get clear on today by talking about this, this difference between acceptance versus giving up. And so I, I as usual, I want to start off with looking at the definitions of these two terms. So the definition of acceptance is an agreement, an attitude, or a feeling that something is true. And I really want you to pay attention to that word is. That is so important here, and you'll understand why here in a little while, but just really recognize that it is an agreement, an attitude, or feeling that something is true. Okay, so next giving up. What is the definition for this concept? It means to stop trying to do or achieve even though you are capable of continuing. To stop trying to do or achieve even though you are capable of continuing. That's the definition for giving up. And there is a lot of confusion about the difference between these two concepts. And understanding the difference between these two concepts is is so, so essential to life fulfillment and going after our goals and dreams. And this is why it's one of the first things that we want to become aware of in our journey to true growth and change. I see and hear so many people giving up on something and then calling it acceptance. I see it in my clients. I've seen it in myself. I see it all over Facebook and Instagram. I see it in the news. I hear it in conversations with my friends. I hear it all of the times when when I'm hearing people talking to other people. So many times people use the word acceptance to describe themselves giving up. And they'll say things like, I'm just learning to accept that I'm unhealthy, that I'm overweight. Or, I'm learning to accept that I'm lazy or that I'm unable to change. These are the kinds of things that I hear people calling acceptance. There, and there are so many other ways that people can say this and do this, but those are like just two examples that I can think of off of the top of my head that, that people constantly use of labeling something as acceptance, but that's actually them giving up. You see, myself and so many of my clients, when they begin working with me or when I began working with coaches and working on, you know, getting into my awareness and and wanting to grow and become true and authentic and fulfilled in my life, my clients and I used statements like this. And what I try to do is to get them to see that they are actually choosing to give up and that they're calling it acceptance because it feels more absolute and feels more quote unquote right to them to say that than than saying that they're giving up. See, giving up to them and to me meant that we would need to take responsibility. 
an ability to choose a response. And acceptance sounds more like something that is beyond our control. So they just have to make that decision, or I had to make that decision. So what I want to do is take time today to get clear on that. Because the first thing I want to say is that no one has to accept anything. And in fact, people resist and don't accept truths all of the time. So I I find it a, a bit ironic that when we want to give up on something, that we call it acceptance, as if we have no choice in the matter, because it is just beyond our control or our responsibility, as if we do not choose to not accept things that are beyond our control all of the time. We choose not to accept death in reality. Death is a reality. We choose not to accept that life is not always fair. We choose not to accept that life requires chaos. We choose not to accept so many things about our present reality that we are creating, and instead we try to get away from those realities as fast as possible by trying to change our behaviors before we understand where they came from. And we call that acceptance. And and I find this to be a bit ironic because, again, the reason why we're doing it is because, for some reason, acceptance feels like we have no choice in the matter. But all of the time, we choose not to accept things that are true. So we do have, we do have choice in our acceptance of things. And in fact, we choose all of the time not to accept things. And what we're doing is we're actually giving up on ourselves and giving up on understanding why and how we are responsible in creating our current circumstances and perpetuating them. And remember that responsibility is not the same thing as blame. And I think that's another podcast episode that I'm going to do is the difference between responsibility and blame. Because I think that's another thing that people get very confused and why people have a hard time accepting responsibility because they think accepting responsibility means that they have to accept blame. And blame is something totally different. So now we know the definitions of giving up and acceptance. But I think we don't fully understand why it is that so many of us get the two concepts confused with each other. So in order to explain that confusion, I think we need to look at these two concepts a bit deeper than just their definitions. And I want to start off by moving into looking at acceptance, and then looking at giving up, and then going back to fully understanding acceptance. Because I think that's, and and how I work with my clients, that's the way that I see seem to see the most results in people understanding the difference between these two concepts. So acceptance, in the definition, it may appear very much the same as giving up. It's agreeing that something is true. But notice how in this definition, it does not mean anything about the future. Acceptance is, a talk, acceptance is talking about what is. What is. Remember, I said to pay attention to that word in the definition. I think this is often why people have a hard time knowing whether they are accepting something or giving up. You see, we live in a time, in the, the human age, in which we are so used to living in a predicted negative future that we are trying to prevent from happening. And then we take actions trying to create security and certainty against that predicted negative future. And that is often hard for us to understand. And so it's, it makes it hard for us to understand what it means to be fully present. 
and to act in the present moment and what that actually feels like. This is what acceptance is all about. It is all about the act of opening oneself to truly seeing their present reality fully and owning their responsibility in it and therefore gaining understanding of it fully so that then we can have authority over it and choose how we want to authentically move forward in action with loving action towards our values and genuine beliefs and wants. Acceptance is also all about recognizing where we truly do not have control so that we can see where we truly do have control and then take our responsibility from that knowing. And remember, responsibility is ability to respond. Response, ability. And I know it's spelt with an I, so it's responsibility. But if you look at the, the root words, and it's actually responsibility is our ability to respond to something. That is responsibility. So what we're doing in acceptance is learning to truly see where we do have control and where we do not. So where is it that we do truly have control? And I think this is the first one of, well, not the first, because we're going to discuss later where we first struggle with acceptance and why it is that we actually start off our journey with giving up. We'll get to that in a minute. But I think this is one of the ways in which we struggle with acceptance is that we struggle with accepting where we actually have control. So where do we have control? It's in our thoughts, our beliefs, our feelings, and in our actions. Where do we not have control? Other people's thoughts, other people's feelings, other people's beliefs, and other people's actions. Where else do we not have control? Over the weather. (laughs) We don't have control over animals. We don't have control over things that are happening out there. That is where we don't have control. Out there, we do not have control. The only place where we have control is our thoughts, beliefs, feelings, and actions. And seeing this is part of acceptance. So where I see a lot of people getting hung up in understanding these two concepts is right here. It's in recognizing and accepting their realm of control and choosing to take action there instead of outside of their realm of control. So many people out there I see, they they start off their journey of change with trying to take action to try and have control of what other people think, believe, say, or do, or with things that are happening outside of them. And then they choose to quote-unquote give up when it gets overwhelming for them to be trying to control too many things that they have no control over. All the while, they still have not taken responsibility and control in the areas where they do have control. So this is one of the barriers to acceptance, is that we're so busy trying to control the things we don't have control, that we don't take control of the things that we do have control over. And so we feel completely out of control in life, because we're not choosing to see where we do have control, and where we do have power, and therefore where we can create genuine, authentic, and loving action. And so people, they choose to give up when this 
becomes overwhelming trying to control things outside of them and not controlling the things that they can control. And then they call this acceptance because to them, it genuinely feels like it's something that they have no control over because they still refuse to accept where they actually have control, which is their thoughts, beliefs, feelings, and therefore their actions. So before we go into any further into looking at what acceptance actually is, I want to look at what it is not, which is giving up. So how can we begin to recognize when we are giving up and calling it acceptance? Because I see it all of the time. So many people labeling giving up as acceptance. So let's look at where giving up actually comes from so that we can understand it a little bit better. Giving up actually comes from a desire for security and control of things that we don't have control over. It comes from a desire to avoid and escape discomfort in life. If you're wondering whether or not in your life you are choosing to give up or accept something, here is one huge indicator to pay attention to that what you're choosing to do is probably giving up. And it's this. Giving up feels like you are relieving pressure from you. It feels like you are in a rush to relieve a pressure and to get away from that pressure and to get away from the discomfort of that pressure. And usually there is an emotion that you perceive as negative that you are not willing to experience openly and you're wanting to get away from that emotion. And that is the reason why you are making the decision that you are making. No matter what you call that, that is giving up. And when we give up, you will notice a temporary relief. That's one way to recognize that you gave up on something. You'll notice this temporary, huge sense of relief, followed by a feeling of upset, let down, defeat, or hopelessness. And this is how you know that your decision was to give up, not to accept. Giving up uh, some ways that it, you might recognize it in your self-talk, in how you're talking to yourself, or in how you explain it to other people is you might say something along the lines of, I should not have to go through that in my life, and so I'm just going to stop here. I shouldn't have to go through that. This shouldn't be happening, so I'm going to stop here. Or, this is just too hard for me, so I'm going to accept that I'm not strong enough and stop here. This is just too hard, so I'll stop here. Things like this. If you, if you catch yourself saying stuff like this to yourself to justify your decision, then you're giving up, my friends. That's what it is. This is not acceptance. This is giving up. Giving up resists the human experience of growth, the human experience of awareness. And it's in a rush to get away from a perceived negative emotional experience before you understand it, before you understand where it came from and how you were responsible in creating it. Again, remember, responsible is not blame. We'll talk about that more a bit later. So giving up is a resistance to being willing to experience part of the human emotional experience. And then labeling it as either being wrong, um, painful, too painful, too uncomfortable, something that you shouldn't have to experience, and then running away from it in fear. That's giving up. And what I want you to recognize is that every human who has ever seen their worth and knowing themselves well enough to grow and make genuine authentic change they have experienced uncomfortable emotions in the process. And they had to choose to do that. I said it before, and I'm going to say it again. 
Our mind does not like uncertainty. Our mind does not like discomfort. But that's okay. That doesn't mean period. There's a comma there. There's a comma, not a period at the end. That's not the end of the sentence. Because you see, our mind does not like uncertainty or discomfort, but our mind is a tool that we get to use. And we allow our mind to use us when we allow it to tell us that we cannot change because we are unwilling to go through that uncertainty, to go through that discomfort, because we won't like it. We're not good enough for it. We're not strong enough. We're too afraid of it. Giving up is choosing to allow our mind to use us to avoid its fear of uncertainty and lack of complete control, which, my friends, I'll say this again, and I know you're probably tired of hearing it. No matter how hard we try or do not try, we do not have complete control. Our mind will never fully feel that it has complete control, even though it's on a mission to. Because that is part of what we want to accept but we are not willing to accept as humans is that we will never have complete control. Complete control is an illusion. It is a chase after something that we are not designed to have. But we keep allowing our minds to convince us that if we give up here, we might attain that complete control because we're not moving into uncertainty. We allow our minds to use us instead of using it when we allow it to convince us that giving up means control, means that we don't have to experience uncertainty and discomfort. We're allowing our minds to keep building that illusion that eventually it will find complete control. And you may be wondering how giving up feels like control. So let me explain that a bit further. A part of you recognizes this. So when I speak this, for some of you, your, your awareness is going to open up. For some of you, you may still be resisting it and you might not understand this. I encourage you to listen to this episode more times. So a part of you will recognize the truth in what I'm saying here, but a part of you may still want to keep you in unawareness of it. Because again, you're allowing your mind to use you instead of seeing it as a tool that you get to use. And there's no guilt or shame here. We have literally been programmed to see our minds this way and to see life this way, that we are at the affect or control of our mind which is only partially true because our mind is a powerful tool that when we do not use it correctly, when we do not program it with intention and choose full, open, compassionate awareness of it, it will control us because we're resisting the reality of it. But that is what it is designed to do when we sit in default mode. And giving up is the mind convincing you to stay in default mode and let it run the show for you. And this feels like control to the mind. You see, when you choose to change, you make the choice to try new things. And new things mean uncertainty. So your mind tries to convince you that you do not want that uncertainty because it's too uncomfortable for you. It's too dangerous. Stay inside the cave and stay safe. Since you cannot control everything, which again, your mind is trying to convince you that it can bring you to a place where it can be in control of everything. So giving up is a decision to be in control, or at least that's what your mind will convince you of. That that by giving up, what you're really doing is deciding to be in control. It is a decision to not try to move into uncertainty. And that, to the mind, feels like taking control back at first. Until we start to recognize that 
we do not take decisive, that when we don't take decisive action, life still happens around us and we don't have control over it. And we are not doing anything to get anything that we truly want out of life for fear of something uncertain happening. And so we start the cycle over again and quote unquote, try to change over again. And because we are trying to get away from the discomfort of not having control still, we try to rush away from where we are to anywhere other than where we are. Because again, the brain is trying to convince you to hurry up and get away from the discomfort. Okay, so it, when, once the brain recognizes, okay, this person isn't going to stay here, they're going to try something new. Okay, well, if they try something new, if I can get, just get them to hurry up and take an action, then they won't ever actually get anywhere. They'll end up right back here, where it's safe, where we understand things. So I need to keep them from moving into acceptance, which is awareness of how we're actually creating this, this cycle over and over again, and just hurry up and get away from here so that I can move them into enough discomfort to where they don't understand where the discomfort is coming from to where we'll end up right back here. You're letting your mind use you to do this. Your mind knows that this is going to happen, but you have not allowed yourself to move into acceptance for long enough to see how you have the power over recreating this cycle because you're choosing to do it over and over again. And so... We get into this rush to hurry up and get anywhere other than here until we hit a level of uncertainty where we're no longer okay with moving forward. And then our mind says, yes, see, I told you that trying to change and grow is dangerous. You should stop trying. So we give up. Air quotes. We quote unquote, give up. So why is it that we keep repeating this cycle? I want you to notice we are in a pattern of giving up. We are giving up and waiting until the uncertainty of life that we are not willing to accept gets so uncomfortable that we try to take control of it again by changing things about ourselves as fast as possible to get away from that uncertainty. So we still haven't moved into acceptance because we're still unwilling to accept that uncertainty and discomfort is part of the human experience. So we are starting our change process with already giving up. Because you see, in the very beginning of choosing to change, we're giving up on ourselves by not moving into acceptance. Because we're choosing to not move into acceptance of where we are. And when we choose to not move into acceptance of where we are, we choose to not understand it. And when we choose to not understand it, we don't choose to fully know why we are there. And when we choose to not know why we are where we are, we can't choose to love ourselves for why we got there. We don't allow ourselves to gain understanding and authority there so that then we can take full responsibility and choose a loving response with intention to move in a direction that we want to go. And instead, we just run in any direction to move quickly away from where we are and resist acceptance. You see, most of us see giving up as being the part where we stop trying to change something about ourselves. But we actually give up long before that. The giving up happened at the very beginning. The giving up happened when you chose to start by trying to make a quick change. When you, ch- when you chose to start by changing first before becoming aware and accepting. By hurrying away from seeing who you are and seeing where you are and seeing why and then choosing to look at that with open, compassionate curious, understanding, and loving eyes. And then 
deciding to move into the discomfort of growth with that acceptance and responsibility, with that authority, with that love and compassion. So let's go back to looking at acceptance. You see, acceptance to most people, when I ask them to explain it to me, it sounds kind of like resignation, how they explain it. And to them, it feels like a resignation of having to see how flawed and broken they are. They see that's that as acceptance. They see having to see how effed up they are, how lazy they are, how broken they are, how stupid they are. They see that as being acceptance. My friends, that is not acceptance. See, this is the this is the part where I said earlier, the first step to acceptance where I see people moving in a direction of giving up instead of acceptance is that acceptance starts with accepting our worth and its unconditionality. Let me say that again. Acceptance starts by accepting our worth and accepting its unconditionality, which means that our worth is unconditional. We cannot do anything to change our worth. It is already 1,000% decided ahead of time that you are 1,000% worthy, and you cannot change that. And we won't accept that. And so therefore, we won't move into acceptance of where we are in life because we're afraid that acceptance means that we have to judge ourselves for being where we are and for that meaning something about us and our worth. But once we accept that our worth, our lovability is unconditional, then we can look at where we are. We can understand how we got there because of some illusion that we bought into and that we acted on. And we can choose to see why we did that. And that it was not because we're flawed, broken, or evil. It's because we are human. And that is how humans are designed to experience life and how we are designed to experience growth and learning. And when we can accept that, we can gain understanding of exactly where we are in our life. And know that it is not something that defines who we are in our life. So many people out there are afraid of acceptance because they think that their worth and lovability are on the line here. That the conditionality of their worth and lovability are on the line if they accept themselves. And that where they are defines who they are. And they don't want to look at that. So here's where acceptance starts. It starts with first accepting the fact that you are unconditionally worthy of love, worthy of connection, worthy of being a human, worthy of being alive, and worthy of being known fully with love. That is where acceptance starts. And once we know that we are unconditionally worth love and worth acceptance and worth compassion, we can allow ourselves to move into acceptance of where we are in our life. And then we can move into being able to see how we got there with the choices that we've been making based on the beliefs that we bought into and the thoughts that we created from those beliefs and therefore the actions that we are taking. And from this space, we gain so much awareness about ourselves And in that awareness, we create power in our life. We create authority over our life. And then we're able to move into acceptance of where we actually have control and where we do not have control. 
And then we can start taking decided, loving, compassionate, patient action where we have control with acceptance. You see, giving up comes from a desire to control what we cannot control. Acceptance comes from an openness to see what we actually have the ability to control. Acceptance allows us to see what it means to truly be human and why we experience our emotions. And when we're there and see our responsibility in creating those emotions, and then seeing our responsibility in choosing what we will do in action with those emotions, we're able to move into another level of acceptance, which is our willingness to experience any emotion. Because we see that they can't hurt us, and that we can accept that they are simply just part of being a human. They are there to show us something. They're there for a purpose, and it's not a bad one. They want to show us what we are choosing to believe about life. And in that space of being able to see that with love and acceptance, we have all the power to look at that belief and decide what we want to do with it, with love and compassion, not with judgment. Once we become willing to experience any emotion as a human, then moving into the uncertainty, the discomfort of growth and change, it becomes something that we can actually do. We can actually create decisive growth. We can actually start to use our mind instead of it using us. We can start to notice our mind trying to throw up old beliefs at us to create uncomfortable emotions to try and get us to stop moving forward. We can see that and we can understand why it's doing it. We don't have to judge it. We don't have to make it wrong. We can just see our mind being a mind and be able to be with it. And when we're able to move into acceptance, we're able to, again, slow down and just see that and then see where we are And then see what beliefs that we have that are creating the emotions that we're currently experiencing. The ones that we're trying to hurry up and get away from. (laughs) But we don't, then in the space of acceptance, we don't have to hurry and get away from them. Because in the space of acceptance, we have compassion for them and ourselves. We have love for them and ourselves. And then we can choose a loving, intentional, and powerful action forward. Not a rushed, fearful, resistant action that is based in giving up on ourselves and trying to hurry up and get away from where we are as fast as possible so we don't have to see ourselves. Another part of giving up is that we feel like we are escaping blame. This is why we keep going into that cycle of giving up. Because if we take an action and get a result that we did not anticipate, we feel like we have to experience blame but we forget where blame comes from. That's our first mistake here. We think blame comes from the people around us or from outside of us. But here's the thing. We only feel blame when we believe that we are to blame for something. So if you feel you are to blame for something, it's not because of a fact or because of what someone said. It is because of a belief that you have about yourself. Probably something along the lines of, it might sound like this, I should have known better. I shouldn't have tried. I shouldn't have done that. How stupid was I for doing that? Oh my God, how dumb was I for believing that? How lazy was I for doing that? How evil was I for choosing that? But these statements are giving up statements. They are us giving up on seeing our unconditional worth and lovability 
instead of seeing that, yes, I did that. And no, that was not the result that I wanted. So as a fully lovable human being, as a human being who is unconditionally worthy of love, what will I learn from taking that action and seeing the result that I got so that moving forward, I can try something different? You see, blame is not something that happens to us. Blame is something that we create in ourselves. And acceptance allows us to see that. Once we first accept the fact that we are unconditionally worthy, and nothing that we can do will change that, once we can accept that, then we can move into genuine, authentic, and loving action. So many of my clients are afraid to move into acceptance. And one of the biggest places that I see them afraid to move into acceptance is when it comes to weight loss. There are so many other ways, but this is a way that I see constantly because, you know, I have my background in personal training and nutrition. And so people come to me a lot with health issues because I am a health coach as well as an empowerment coach. So I see this resistance to acceptance a lot when it comes to people wanting to lose weight. And this is because they're too afraid to experience the emotions that come up when they truly accept their body for where it is right now. And this is because they believe that to accept their body for for where it is right now, that they will experience judgment of it. Because again, they're not accepting to see the fact that, or they're not accepting to see their power in creating that judgment. They're unwilling to see how they are the ones that are creating the judgment in the first place. They see the judgment and blame as being something that happens to them when they try to practice acceptance of their body. I'm going to go back to the purple hair analogy, which the purple purple hair analogy is, okay, so if someone were to walk up to me and tell me, Seth, I hate your purple hair, I have no emotional response about myself there. I might have an emotional response of confusion, like, is this person colorblind? Is this person okay? Are they experiencing a seizure? Is there, are they, do they need help? Because I know I don't have purple hair. So no matter what, I will not make their statement about my purple hair mean anything about me because I know that I don't have purple hair. So the same thing happens when it comes to acceptance of our body. Even if someone says something about us or about our body, it hurts only when we already have a belief about part of what they said is being true. And then we allow our mind to use us to slip into more and more judgment as it tries to seek control of what it cannot control, which is the other person's thought, opinion, belief, words, or actions towards you. And then we try to hurry up and rush away from where we are in an attempt to get that control of those things that we don't have control over. But just as in the purple hair analogy, if someone tells me that they think that my purple hair is ugly or stupid, I'm not affected by that in what I think about myself because I know I don't have purple hair. So I have no belief existing within me that feeds into the words that they are saying to create an emotional response about me. So the only emotional response I might have is confusion about them and how they may be seeing that I have purple hair. Or are they joking with me? Are they playing a practical joke on me? But I think nothing judgmental about my purple hair because I don't have purple hair. It's the same about our body. 
We're so afraid to move into acceptance of our body because we think that the judgment that we experience when we observe our body as it is right now is something that is happening to us, something that we have to believe about ourselves. That it is something because of something that someone said. Because we are not accepting our power in creating that judgment. And our responsibility in choosing to keep creating it by reinforcing those beliefs about ourselves every time we look at ourselves. And not choosing acceptance of our body, which is choosing to not judge it and just see it for where it is. Being able to be in that body and not judge it. And then we do not, when we don't choose to judge our bodies, and we don't hold any beliefs about our bodies in a negative way against ourselves, then we can take action from a loving space about our body. But what I see people doing is they are afraid to move into acceptance of their body because they're afraid of what they, what they believe about their body and what they feel like they have to believe about their body, that when they look in the mirror, they have to believe that they're fat, that they have to believe that they're lazy, that they have to believe that they're ugly. They're not owning their responsibility and what they're choosing to believe about their body that is causing them to feel that way about their body, that is causing them to feel those negative emotions about their body. They don't see their responsibility in choosing those beliefs of their body. And that's part of what I do as a coach is helping them to see you don't have to look in the mirror and believe I'm fat and lazy and broken and disgusting and ugly. You don't have to believe that. Sometimes it takes some time for a person to understand how they chose to believe that and how they chose to create that in their beliefs about their body in the first place. But this is what acceptance is all about. Acceptance is all about seeing how we chose to start that judgment about our body and how we can therefore stop judging our body. But we have to be with that judgment long enough, be in that discomfort of that judgment long enough to see how we're creating it, to understand how we're creating it, why we're creating it, and why we started creating it in the first place so that we can move into love and compassion for those beliefs and thoughts and then choose what we want to do with them with love and compassion for ourselves and for our body. But when we rush into immediately changing We're not aware of how we created that judgment. And so what we end up doing is inevitably getting back to that space of judgment. Because even if you lose the weight, you never learned how to not judge your body. And so your mind thinks it needs to continue to judge your body to create security so that nobody else out there can create judgment of your body. Because we again think that the judgment comes from out there. So no matter how much weight you lose... There's always someone who's thinner than you. And so you will keep looking out there for someone to compare yourself to, to keep judging yourself based on, and then keep thinking it's not good enough yet. It's not good enough yet. It's not good enough yet. Until eventually you cannot, you cannot resist yourself anymore. And either you become sick, you hurt yourself, or you choose to give up because you cannot abuse yourself any longer. You can't take the abuse of your own judgment any longer. And so your brain says, see, I told you trying to change was dangerous. I told you that if you tried to change, you would experience all of this negativity over here because your mind is not allowing you to see that you're the one who created that judgment. And that if you would take the time to understand and be with that judgment and see where it came from and why and fully see it, 
you would see your power in creating it. You would be able to see lovingly why you chose to start creating it and to be able to release the responsibility of it, the control of trying to control things out there. Because that's where it started, is that you believed you had to control the things outside of you to be able to love yourself. You had to control other people's opinions of you to be allowed to love yourself. That's where the illusion of not being able to accept yourself started. You see, acceptance is not about giving up. Giving up is about deciding a hopeless future, a hopeless future image, and then trying to gain control of your life by taking only action that feels like we have power in that hopeless future image by trying to control things that we cannot control. And then when it gets too uncomfortable to keep trying to control things out there that we cannot control, then we decide it's better to not try at all. So we don't have to experience discomfort. But acceptance sees that we will experience discomfort no matter what. Because even when you give up, which is why you keep quote-unquote starting over, and then starting with giving up again on yourself by not (laughs) choosing to start by acceptance, then you're already uncomfortable anyways. You're already uncomfortable anyways when you give up. Because every time you give up, you're giving up. What you're truly giving up on is not the thing that you went after. It's that you're giving up on truly seeing your unconditional worth and love. You're giving up on yourself and your worthiness first. Because you see, acceptance isn't about giving up. Acceptance is about allowing us to see that discomfort is just part of the deal. And being willing to experience all of that discomfort, of not having control out there, but having control within us about what we make the things happening out there mean about us, that that's where we have control. And the discomfort is simply an emotion. And we are willing to experience any emotion. And that we are willing to be with those emotions long enough to see where they truly came from, which is a thought or a belief. And that then we can move into awareness of it, and acceptance of it, and understanding of it, and compassion for it. And then into loving action forward into new growth. See, people that fear moving into acceptance, especially when it comes to accepting their body for where it is, is that they feel like acceptance means giving up. But acceptance is a fierce fight for your belief and your unconditional worthiness and your unconditional love. That is what acceptance is about. Acceptance is about being willing to be in the discomfort of the moment. And choose to see it as, this is part of the deal. This is part of being human. And that I am unconditionally worthy and I am unconditionally lovable. No matter what I do. And because of that, I am willing to take action into things I've never tried before. And feel the discomfort of that as my beliefs come up, my limiting beliefs come up, my beliefs about myself come up, as my judgment of myself comes up. I'm willing to be in that discomfort because I know that I'm creating it. And I'm willing to be in it because I want to see why I'm choosing to create it. Why it is that I'm choosing to not love myself. And then to choose to start loving ourselves. And seeing that that is unconditional. And from there, moving forward into action. Not taking action to get away from the discomfort. 
Acceptance is not stagnation. Giving up is. Acceptance is part of growth. Acceptance is a fierce, loving action. Acceptance is part of growth. Giving up resists it. Acceptance is about what is now true for us and choosing to see it fully so that we can choose what we want to be true for us and to do so with love, with seeing our unconditional love, with seeing our ability to unconditionally love ourselves and therefore other people. Giving up is choosing to not see that and to keep trying to take action to get away from seeing because it's uncomfortable for us, because we'd have to experience all of our emotions, because we'd have to look at our judgment, because again, we think that judgment comes from outside of us. And so we think that these emotions are these painful things that we're not strong enough to handle because we don't see the fact that we're creating the emotions because of our beliefs about ourselves. And we'll never see those beliefs about ourselves until we're willing to move into acceptance of the fact that we are unconditionally worthy of love and acceptance. And from there, we can see the illusions of our current beliefs that we've chosen to believe about ourselves and why we don't have to keep choosing them. And then being able to take loving action from that space. Giving up is choosing to not see any of that and to keep trying to take action to get away from seeing that. We think Giving up is inaction, but giving up is taking action too. Giving up is taking action against seeing yourself. When we choose to give up, we are taking the decisive action to give up on seeing ourselves. To give up on seeing our unconditional worthiness of love and acceptance. That's what giving up is. And so my friends, today what I want to offer you is if you're confused about whether or not you're giving up or accepting, what I want you to ask yourself today is how big of a hurry are you in to take action? Because that's going to be your number one biggest clue as to whether or not you're giving up or accepting. Because if you're in a hurry to take action, my friends, you're already giving up right now. You're not going to give up later when you decide to stop taking the actions that you're taking. That's not the giving up. The giving up is happening right now when you're choosing to not move into acceptance to not see yourself and you're hurrying up and trying to take action to hurry up and get away from where you are right now because you think that looking at yourself truly is unbearably painful. That's the giving up because you're giving up on seeing your unconditional love and worth. Acceptance is about seeing our unconditional worth and love first and then choosing to take patient, loving, compassionate, and fierce action forward, knowing that nothing is going to change our lovability, our acceptability, our worthiness of being a human, our worthiness of being here and being alive and taking action and getting different results, and then learning from it and doing it again in another way and getting different results that we didn't want, and then learning from it and then doing it in a different way. That's part of being a human, and acceptance is about seeing your worthiness of going through that. Seeing your, your ability to be in that discomfort, your power, your strength to be in that discomfort, and that it's okay. That it doesn't mean something bad about you. It's just a belief and a thought that you're having. It's just a feeling. It's just an emotion. And we are accepting 
that feeling these emotions are part of being human, and that they don't mean something bad about us. This is why I always tell people when they want to start changing something in their life to hire a coach, because it's so easy to fall into the trap of wanting to take quick action forward without truly seeing where we are and why. And this is what a coach is there for, is to help you see that. So that when you do take action forward, it's not action to hurry up and get away from where you are. It's action from knowing exactly where you are and where you want to go and being able to love both places, no matter what. And being able to love yourself through every uncomfortable action that you will take along the way. And learning to move into acceptance at every action point, and every time we don't get a result that we want, and every time we slip into judgment of ourselves, moving back into acceptance, moving back into love, and taking a step forward. This is what acceptance is about. Acceptance is not resignation. Acceptance is not weak. Acceptance is powerful. Acceptance is full of strength and fierceness. And so I want to offer you that this morning. Look at, look at your motivation to change. If you're trying to change something in your life right now, I want you to stop for a second and pay attention. How urgently do you want to hurry up and take action? Why do you want to hurry up and take action? What are you trying to get away from? What are you trying not to accept about yourself? Because my friends, if you're doing that, you're already giving up right now. You're not going to give up in the future when you, decide, when you decide to stop taking action. If you decide to take an action forward right now to get away from something about you that you're uncomfortable with, my friends, you're already giving up right now. And I want to encourage you to not do that again to yourself. I want to encourage you to reach out and get the help of a coach. Get the help of a therapist if you want to go see a therapist. To truly learn to move into acceptance and love of yourself first and fully be where you are and accept that space with, with such a fierce and powerful love and understanding and compassion. Be in that space with that and see how differently you take action forward from that Because, my friends, that's the life changer right there. That's what makes all of the difference. And that is the kind of work that I do to help my clients move forward into their most fulfilling life. It's not about convincing them to change things about themselves that they don't want to change or even helping them quickly get to the change that they think that they want. It's about helping them to see where they're not accepting themselves. And how they can take powerful action forward that is unstoppable once they're willing to be in that space of accepting themselves and loving themselves and knowing themselves and seeing themselves fully. So I want to encourage you, if you're someone wanting to take a step forward into growth and into action in your life and into being in a position of power in your life, don't skip over the acceptance. Find someone willing to work with you, willing to be with you and help you move into that space of acceptance first. And my friends, I can't wait to see how unstoppable you become in your actions forward once you enter that space and you know what that truly feels like. It's a powerful space, my friends. It's not weak. It's so, so powerful. I can't even begin to explain to you the amount of power that you have in that space. The amount of 
unconditional love you will find there that you will be able to offer to other people as well. Okay? So my friends, acceptance first. Acceptance first. Then we can move into action. If you're not accepting first, you're already giving up. If you're not moving into acceptance first, you won't give up in the future. You're already choosing to give up now. All right, I hope this brought some clarity for you all in the difference between acceptance and giving up. I hope this also raised some questions. I hope you all have some thoughts, some questions for me. I hope you all are feeling curious right now. And I hope that you all choose this time to see this this point where you are right now, having this realization, having this awareness coming up, to choose in this moment to try something different, to try to move into acceptance first. And to notice that acceptance is a patient, loving, fiercely powerful energy of being willing to be exactly where you are, not because we've given up. In fact, we are not giving up, and that's why we're willing to be exactly where we are. Because we're not willing to give up on our unconditional worth, our unconditional lovability. That's what acceptance is about. All right, that's all I have for you all today. Hit me up on Facebook, on Instagram, via email. If this brought up any thoughts, questions for you, hit me up. I've got you here. I've got you. My hand is out. I'm ready to take anyone's hand who wants to do this this time who wants to stop skipping over the acceptance, to stop starting with giving up, and is ready to get into a position of authority and power in their life and to take loving, fierce action forward that is full of patience, kindness, acceptance, and love. When you're ready for that, I'm here. I love you all. I wish you all a wonderful, wonderful week full of acceptance. Until next week. Ciao. Hey, thank you for listening in this week. I hope you enjoyed the content of this episode. If you did, please subscribe or follow this podcast to receive the newest episodes every week as I bring them to you here on the Connect Your Health to Life coaching channel. Ratings, reviews, and comments are always appreciated. These allow me to know more of what my listeners would like in the podcast and allow for more people who may be searching for a podcast just like this one to find the Connect Your Health to Life coaching channel. If you would like more information about me and the work that I do with my clients one-on-one, then please visit my website at www.slch.ch. Again, that is www.slch.ch. You can also find me on social media on Instagram at sethlusk underscore coaching. Again, that is sethlusk underscore coaching. And on Facebook in my free Facebook group community called A Healthy Life Connection. We would love to have you in the group, and it's only three membership questions that you have to answer to join. And again, it's entirely free. And if you need any further information or just want to say hello, feel free to send me an email directly at slusk.health at slch.ch. Again, that is slusk.health at slch.ch. Thank you again so much for listening, and I look forward to our next time together. Ciao.